Love Talk Radio. George, come on. I just wanted to jump into the show without a lot of music this morning because we're going to talk about something and I have a lot of material to cover in only a half hour. So we'll probably continue this on another day because we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about the chemistry between two people in a relationship. And we're going to talk about you know, a little bit difference, how to tell the difference between infatuation and love and the chemistry of love and all those fun things. People always ask, well, what I'll ever meet somebody? But there's some, in this article I'm going to cover, I think you might find them something really interesting on how, basically, what, what you might be looking for in another person that you may never have thought about looking for. And it kind of hit me home. Oh, yeah, this is cool. So we're going to talk about the chemistry of love. You know, so many people talk about a soulmate. But if you think about it, when two people come into the planet Earth to meet each other and to be that romantic soulmate, they're going to set up their lives, their physicality, their personality, so they're going to be attracted to that other person that soulmate, that other soul that came in to be with them. So it's already set up. And it's set up in a very different way. There's a chemistry between two people. We'll get into the article. Now, I know if you want to call in, I'm not sure what we'll talk about because it's really about not so much when you'll ever meet somebody, but this is more about, well, this is maybe the things that you could look at when you meet somebody. Because you ever meet somebody and you feel like, oh, this is my soulmate. I'm, oh, I'm madly in love with this person. And a few months later, it's like, well, it kind of fizzled out. Well, why did it fizzle out? And this part of the articles I'm going to cover, it's, it is, there is a scientific approach to all this. It's not all voodoo. <laughs> it's not hoodoo voodoo. There is some science behind this. And, you know, the science comes from our creator source energy, whatever term you want to do. The chemistry was put in there and put in place so that we would be attracted to somebody. Okay, let me get into a couple articles, and then we'll talk about it. If you want to call in, if you want some advice on meeting somebody, that's what we're all about today. But I think the article will help you a little bit on meeting somebody and connecting with somebody if you're in the in the place or – your current relationship, evaluating your current relationship. Now, I'm not, not suggesting you break up with somebody over this discussion. Of course not. Absolutely, of course not. Yeah, right, sure. Okay. Uh, personality. There's a lot to do with it. So I'm going to start with an article. And if you want to call it, great. But let's talk about romantic chemistry explained. And ambiencematchmaking.com. And I posted this on Facebook if you want to read it for yourself. Now, I don't, the article is by T- Taylor Wade. I'm not sure who Taylor Wade is, but I have to agree. And I've read a lot of the same material in some other places. She, Taylor probably borrowed from those, all of the same places that I've read. Okay, so I'm going to go through the article. I'm trying not to keep this boring. Let my spirit guides comment as we go through it so that it becomes a little more spicy than normal. In human chemistry, there's a chemical bond that functions to hold human molecules, people, 
you keep people together in bound state entities such as marriage partners. These chemical bonds are responsible for the feeling that certain connection with someone. They are responsible for feeling that you have to see this other person again. They are responsible for the spark. Simply put, chemistry is the emotional and psychological way two people relate to each other. Well, it's all scientific, isn't it? It's, it has nothing to do with voodoo, voodoo. It's all about chemistry. So you are a chemical being connected to another chemical being. <laughs> I know that's strange, right? There have been numerous attempts to explain what causes this type of romantic chemistry occur. Researchers may say a combination of factors are needed, including physical attraction, ooh, physical attraction, similarity, non-judgment, feeling understood, mutual trust, communication, and mystery. I like the word mystery here. Let's dive into each of these factors separately. Attraction. Are you with me so far? This is kind of fun stuff. So if you're looking to a relationship, take notes or call me later. We go back over this. Contact me. We can let my spirit guides talk to you about this. Maybe you're a little different. <laughs> well, I'm different too, right? Sexual attraction is the most important factors of chemistry. There can be This can be attributed to the fact that 80% of what we make take into our human brain is visual. Sexual, I always thought, what about a blind person? Yeah. How? It's got to be. Well, other other senses come into play, you know, the hearing and the the kinesthetic and the feeling, and 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 you become, you know, like spirit. What spirit would explain it? You become much more open to your feelings and the emotional connection, the chemistry connection. Sexual chemistry does not always equal love. This is because we've evolved distinct brain systems for mating, says Helen Fisher, PhD. One system controls the craving for sexual gratification. So why do men cheat, right? Yeah. Or women. Another system rules our romantic love. So you know, they're saying that the two systems are separate. Hmm. Obsessive thinking, craving, focusing on one individual. They're, they're not always connected. Okay, they're not always connected. So that's just why we can hardly, we can be madly in love with someone, but only have have so-so sex. Okay? Or you can have intensely passionate sex with someone, but never want to see them again. So there's two functions of the brain is what they're explaining here. One is that sexual attraction kind of thing. And the other is more of a long-term love connection between two people. Now, it's great if you have both. Boom. However, as the article says, sometimes one thing can trigger the other. Now, from what I've read, and you probably agree, that the sexual thing will lead into the love. That that sexual attraction is really number number one. But it's not always. Not always. It could be the other way around. Or it could just stay on that kind of level. You could have that great romantic love relationship. And the sex is okay. But you really love this person as your best friend. Similarity. Next point. Okay. Are you with me so far? This is cool stuff. Very cool stuff. And think about this. As you look into getting into a relationship and the kind of person. Now, I thought about this myself because I've been, I'm single. I'm older and single. And I thought, well, maybe it would be cool to meet somebody, right? 
Okay, if you're under the impression that only opposites attract, biochemistry will tell you otherwise. According to research, we are attracted to people with similar DNA. Now, that's an interesting point. We have similar DNA. Thus, we are attracted to people with similar facial features, personality traits, and language styles. When we meet others who are similar to ourselves, we feel a sense of ease and comfort. I like that, ease and comfort, to disclose information about ourselves because we believe the other person will understand us. You know, I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking, yeah, well, you're, you're attracted to yourself. There, there are certain opposites that I agree with and I believe in that there's um, extroverts and introverts that are attracted to each other, you know, that, that and masculine feminine are attracted. But that, that, that goes along with this because the masculine and feminine traits are the opposites are attracted to each other. A very masculine person is attracted very much to a very feminine person. But they're still, they're going to have similarities. The DNA is going to be very similar, but that personality, that introvert, extrovert, masculine, feminine, are still into play here. So those were the opposites really come into play, and not necessarily tall person, short person, whatever, you know, personality-wise. So it's interesting. Okay, so, wait a minute, blah, 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 blah. Let me go back through this. When we meet others who are similar to ourselves, okay, and vice versa, we feel that we can accurately interpret their facial expressions and emotions. This ability to understand each other leads to feelings of non-judgment and mutual trust. Last, lastly, lastly, I can't talk. Lastly, we see people who are similar to ourselves because we understand the long-term compatibility. It's more likely than someone who shares the same traits. That, that's fascinating. Think about that. So if you're on dating sites and you're out in public or wherever you're looking for, if you look for somebody that looks like you and kind of has the mannerisms of you and maybe the style of you and maybe the communication style of you, boom, done. That's, that's a connection, instant connection. Now, you may be sexually attracted to another person, but – Long-term connection is by similarity. Okay, communication. Next one. I think I skipped this. So far, are you with me on this one? This is cool stuff. Um, I got callers. I'm surprised I have callers but on this topic because we're talking about – I want you to get this, the gist of all this today. Okay, I'll take a couple calls. Remember, we're talking about how to connect to somebody. Now, if you're going to connect to somebody, because you will, but these are the things to look for when connecting with somebody because you could be looking up the wrong tree barking up the wrong direction in in a relationship okay okay let me take a couple calls then we'll jump back into the material hello hi thank you for taking my call yes okay so what relationship issues or concerns are you about not not about if you're going to meet somebody absolutely you will this show is about how to do it. Yes. Um, well, I was talking to someone, and I think the communication, something went wrong with the communication, okay. and I'm not exactly so, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not communicating. You're not, you're not at the same vibration level. 
Right. If you get if you get into this article a little bit more and in, in, in what I'm talking about today, you have to be vibrationally connecting with somebody. You have to demonstrate the same traits, the same interests, the same. You know, it has to be more that initial three months kind of the infatuation. Once you get past the infatuation, then you get into are we alike? Do we enjoy the same stuff? Do we do we do we communicate at the same level? That sort of thing that comes into play. It's mm-hmm. good if you know it right off the bat, but if you don't know it right off the bat, you'll you'll know in a few months if you're totally connected. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Like I thought we had a connection at first, and I thought we did have similar interests and and things like that. But then the communication from his side like kind of just stopped. So okay, I'm so not exactly there, sure. yeah, that's just because you didn't have a connection. A total really great connection because it shouldn't mm-hmm. stop. Men, men, mm-hmm. if they're in love, they don't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, women talk to me all the time. Well, he stopped communicating. Well, he's not in love. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go there because <laughs> the man who's in love is going to demonstrate the same qualities that we're talking about. He was gonna, he's gonna fall into it because he just met his best friend. Right. You don't dish your best friend because we have a problem. You you try to continue to go on because you have such a great connection with somebody because you can share anything with them. And men who tr- men who are really into this will share. They absolutely will share. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know it's it's a numbers game to some degree. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I don't. I, I hopefully that helps, and you need to kind of look into it. Just you know, that's the whole main main point of this whole show is just because you have that sexual attraction doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be love. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Be well. Thank you. You'll find him. You'll Thank find you. the right person. Yeah. I, I, I was Thank you very much. Say, look, look, look in the mirror and look at yourself and notice who you are, and then look for the look for somebody like that in a male, mm-hmm. similar. Similarity mm-hmm. will create a great relationship. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I'll let you go. Bye. That's why a friend of mine who's a psychic and Mike, he was kind of cracks me up. He used to laugh about this, but it's true. Tens date tens, and ones date ones. And if you take a nine and a two, they're probably not going to connect. Rarely. So tens tens tend to have a tendency to date tens. And, and sometimes it's superficial, but that's where it's at. So think about that in the it, it, I know it's kind of a bizarre way of looking at it, but it, you have to be similar looks wise, attitude wise, interest wise, and that creates a great relationship. Let me take the other call and then we'll get back into the article. We'll probably carry this on for the rest of the week because we're already fifteen minutes into the show. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. Whom am I speaking to? Good. This is Annette. Annette. So what's going on to you yes. today? You, love, you, love we're, show. We're talking, love, love. We're talking about relationships, talking but, about. but how more so than when? Because if you know yes. how, the when becomes rather quickly. Yes. Yes. I, I really, really love what you're talking about. In regards to relationship, there was um, uh, a friend of mine um, who's a male. Um, we kind of separated and went our own way. 
and um, which I thought, really looking back at this, was the best thing ever, I think. Um, You know, it kind of gave me um, some room to kind of look at myself and really um, concentrate on what it is that I want for my life and just, and just really love me. Um, and I'm starting to notice that um, we're slowly coming back um, into the energy of friends again. Okay. Um, and it's funny because what I'm noticing is that um, whenever I think about him, just briefly all think about him, he always seems to show up. And okay, again, it's 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 like he he just he he'll just show up. It's like I'll that's, be walking. that's because that's because you have a vibrational connection with somebody. You you vibrate. You're you're if if put it into a kind of a scientific term, you have very similar vibrations, and those cells are very similar. This is the law of attraction. Very similar vibrations attracted to each other. So you have this vibrational match. And it's like two magnets. You're always pulling, pulled together. The magnets are being, because they have the same vibration, they're being pulled together all the time. Yeah. Okay? That's very Very simple. But I feel like it's very very scientific. It's very, um, now it feels stronger. The the vibration is a lot stronger. Um, And again, it's interesting. It's like when I, before, it's like, you know, I I think about him doing the show, but now it's like, Whenever I think about him, there it's like there he is, and I made a comment um, how I liked his beard, and he has not shaved uh, for yes. about a month now. You, you're you're cutting out a lot, so but oh, that, and I do need and I do yeah, and I do need to move on with the show and try to cover some more points about relationships. Please listen, okay? I I will. Okay. Be well. Good. Thanks. Good for you that you're reconnecting, Thanks. though. That's that's a beautiful thing. Take care. Yes. You too. Blessings to you. Thank you. Yeah, there was a disconnect there of some kind. Okay, so we're back to the article. What were we talking about? We we're talking about communication. That's our next step. And we're going to run out of time, so we'll carry this show on in because I have some other articles I really want to cover and some ideas, and let my spirit guides talk to you about this. So maybe what I'll do is I'll talk about this next point, and and then we'll let my spirit guides talk a little bit about this. Not let them talk. I'm I'm kind of like we'll hold on to this article and we'll we'll jump back into it another day. And all these other ones, beautiful articles on the same topic. Four signs of like one article I wanted to cover, which we'll do another time, is 14 signs it's infatuation versus love. Ooh, love versus infatuation. Interesting concept, right? Okay, so I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you for a few minutes on this topic, and then if I have time, I'll either take a call or I will cover a little bit of an article. Okay, so the Sarah Group and non-physical entities, teachers, masters, in the non-physical world who come together as a group to discuss certain topics. And there's usually one spirit guide or another will step forward on a topic. Okay, but they speak in unison on the subject matter, whatever it is. So why do you think you were programmed to do this? Why do you think this all came about? 
George talks about this chemistry between two people, the the DNA similarity. And as, and as we started to mention, we'll get into a little bit more detail on this whole topic, is when you make a decision to come to uh, into a physical body, you make an agreement with others to do a very similar thing. You you whether it be family members or friends or people that you've had past life experiences with, you want to come together for certain purposes. And sometimes it's for romantic reasons, chemistry reasons, relationship reasons. So when you choose to come to the planet Earth, you also choose that personality, that physicality, that con- that other aspects of who you are, interest to some degree, because, well, part of that's who you already are. A lot of the interests have already been there. You, you carry those interests from past life to, to life, to past life to life. Each, so you, you've developed and you, you, you come to the planet Earth to continue living a certain way, to have certain interests and certain things that you enjoy. Maybe you're very athletic in a past life. Now you want to come to the planet Earth and you want to do that again. You love that athletic, that warrior expression of yourself. But in your past lives, you've had people who are very similar to yourself. You've, you've built these connections from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And you've developed this personality and, and, and desire to be very similar when you come into a life. That you know, What George talks about, the physical physicality, You've decided to put on a physicality in a lifetime that, first of all, you can use your gifts and talents and its ability to do that. Your physicality, your your body is an expression of what your intention is. Think about that. But also with those who are coming at you with a lifetime to share that with you, they've chosen the same thing because they know that you want to connect. You want to connect in a lifetime. You want to connect in the physicality. So you, you choose that. Now, the personality parts and the interest parts and other aspects of your being, those are carry forwards from one lifetime to the next. Your non-physical essence, your your soulful essence, you have certain characteristics or certain aspects of you. You're different. No, no two souls are the same, exactly the same. It's like no two humans or exactly the same. That's what that's what the enriching process of the soul is. The soul comes to enrich itself, to learn more about itself, and will learn more about the interests that it has. So you take on a physical body to expand your interests, expand your field of knowledge and experience, so that you can take it back with you, and then you can use it again. But also you take it back to share with others. You pass it on. You pass it through from the non-physical to the physical world, to your ancestors, those who come after you, those great-grandchildren, those friends who have already reincarnated. You, you come to do that, to share with the planet Earth what you've learned, what you've developed, and who you are. So I know we're getting off track here. We're, we're talking about the overall evolution of your personal growth. But in relationships, it's the same thing. You choose to be with certain people who have a similar personality, who have similar interests, who have similar 
vibration, I guess, is a good word for it, because that's a beautiful way of expressing it, because you come in with a certain vibration. You have a certain distinct vibration. It's like the radio dial. You know, some are 100.3, some are 640 on the dial, some are AM, some are FM. It, it, but when you're matching up with somebody in a lifetime, you've chosen to have a, a very similar, similar vibration. You know, you're both 98.6 or 98.7. Yeah, you're pretty close. And, and you feel that connection because your vibration, and that vibration is an expression of your DNA, an expression of your personality. Your vibration is an expression of who you are. Okay? Your DNA, your makeup. You know, DNA how do we explain this to you because it's technical and how George can understand it to express it to you, that your human DNA is really a reflection of your non-physical, we'll use the word DNA, but it's your non-physical essence or characteristics are then transformed, it transformed or transferred, that's what, that would be the proper word here, transferred into human DNA. Human DNA is a blank slate. It's a blank slate. But once you bring into your physicality, your physical body, you bring in that essence of who you are and you imprint it into your DNA. Okay? You got that? You understand that? Because the essence, and we'll call it essence of who you are, is then transferred, and we'll use, we'll use that terminology again so you understand it. The essence of who you are at the soul level that chemistry, that vibration is then becomes physical DNA because everything is a vibration and then it gets expressed in a physical form. You got that? So people have similar soulfulness, similar soulful soul characteristics will match up. And you've developed those characteristics over lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes and also in your non-physical world you can take on characteristics because you see things and you find that they express interest that you have and you develop that and then you take that vibration and you put it into the physical form in the dna form so that's what they're talking about it's not that complicated and you do take that energy with you that vibration gets back into your non-physical form. We will say this to you there, it, but it's always being transferred into your non-physical form. It's always being moved into your non-physical form. Whatever's in your DNA, that vibration is also being reflected in your non-physical aspects of yourself. Now, you can change it. You can modify it, but that's always being put into your non-physical aspects of who you are, the soul the essence of who you are, the auric field around you is always receiving that information from your DNA in, in a vibrational form to really build more of who you are, the essence of who you are. Okay, we're, we're getting a little technical here. We know that. But think about it. In a relationship, it's that connection, that vibrational connection because who you are in the physical is also being reflected in who you are in the non-physical aspects of yourself. Let's just call it your soul, the, the auric aspect of yourself. 
And so when you meet somebody who has a similar vibration, which is an expression of their DNA and their personality and who they are, it's, it's magic, it's chemistry, it's love. Because you finally met somebody who's much like you. So if you're going to ask for somebody, you want to manifest somebody in your life. Ask for a person who matches you vibrationally. That you have a vibrational match, a soulful vibrational match between two people. And that's what you should be asking for. All the other stuff doesn't matter. It does not matter. You know, if he's tall or short or... Because you're already arranged all that. You already know it. So you're looking for that vibrational match because you've already established it in your essence of who you are. So you don't have to ask for anything more than that. You're looking for a partner. Ask for a vibrational match, a soulful vibrational match with somebody else, and you'll find a partner. Simple. Very simple. So thank you for listening to us, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. We enjoyed our being able to share with you. We will share the next time George is on the air. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, well, that simplifies life, doesn't it? That's beautiful. I'm going to emphasize that one. You know, that's that's a very cool way of putting it. So if you're asking for a partner, you want the law of attraction to work for you. Very simple, according to spirit. Ask for a vibrational match, a vibrational match that you've already established. Okay, now it could be more than one person. They didn't say that, but I'll say that because it could be more than one person because you have vibrational matches with a bunch of people. But you want that specific romantic vibrational match with somebody. Boom, done. Okay, I'm going to carry on more of this. I'm going to be off tomorrow. But Thursday and Friday, we'll talk more about love and vibration and all this fun stuff. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Be well. Bye.